You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, welcome back. And thanks so much for tuning in to the podcast. I sure hope that today's episode of the podcast will be encouraging to you. I promise that it can be very useful. So one of the things that we need to talk about, although none of us like to talk about it, but it's important today, is that one part of our Christian faith is that we have, through the eyes of faith, the ability to walk with God through really hard seasons that are difficult on our soul. And I want to talk about those seasons for just a second. And I want you to know why I think this is helpful. So just a personal reflection. Um, you know, this Saturday, Linz and I were at the house. And, you know, in some of our idle time, we would, you know, check a news feed or something like that. And Lindsay let me know that, you know, in the state of New York on Saturday, you know, basically 600 people died in, in one day because of coronavirus-related issues. Now, I don't say that to make you stress. I mean, I know some of my friends who already have anxiety or already are struggling with these things. I don't throw that number out there so that you can be short of breath or panic. The reason I throw that number out there is because I want to acknowledge how heavy some of this is. Um, And part of our faith comes to life when we go through these hardest seasons. So I want to speak for just a moment about Christian people in solidarity, grieving with each other. Uh, I don't think that we're super good at grieving together. And so I just want to invite everybody in our podcast audience just today to pause for a moment and let's just grieve together as a culture and let's ask the Lord to lead us. So I want to read the 23rd Psalm uh, because there's a line in the 23rd Psalm that I think comes to life for us in moments like this. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for His name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, your goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I want to ask you to consider with me that line of the shepherd psalm, that line that says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. Because you are with me. It's healthy for believers to learn to grieve. And I want to talk about why. And I want to lead us into a healthy grieving process. The world that we live in is not perfect. It's wonderful, beautiful, remarkable. But we also suffer. And while we're in this space where in broken creation, we lose loved ones and we watch sin have its effect. Or in this case, we just watch a virus have its effect. And we know that our sisters and brothers are anxious or are losing jobs or losing family members. When we know what this is doing to people, um, even if you're a person who is faring pretty well through the coronavirus season, like I think it's wise for believers to stop for a moment and just show our respect to the family of God around the world 
world and to the people who are hurt. So, and as we do it, how do we do that? Well, I think the 23rd Psalm is your secret. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil because you are with me. Okay, why do we rush through grief? I think in our culture, we are trained to dismiss grief. In our pride, we tell ourselves, you can't hurt me. I can't grieve because I can't be hurt. I can't admit my sorrow or my weakness. That's just not true. And it's going to handicap your spiritual growth. I think another reason that we don't grieve well is because in our culture, we're taught to feel happy or upbeat or pleasant all the time. We love things that make us feel good, and we run from things that make us feel sad. We're uncomfortable with uncomfortable emotions. If we feel afraid or if we suffer loss or we feel insecure, we don't know how to handle those. And so what we do is we sort of self-medicate with busyness. We distract ourselves. We dive headlong into more work or some other silly distraction or entertainment. But we will not allow ourselves to slow down and feel the pain of grief or fear or loss or anxiousness. And the result of that is that we're, we're handicapping our spiritual development. In the psalm, David knows what it's like to walk through the valley of the shadow of death and feel the comfort of God, the good shepherd, who defends him, who guards him. But if we refuse to grieve well or acknowledge uncomfortable emotions, I think we cheat ourselves out of those moments when our Heavenly Father, the Good Shepherd, can come into our pain and honestly begin to be with us and comfort and strengthen us. I think we we lose so many facets of our Christian growth when we don't allow ourselves to sit for a moment in our struggle or our suffering or our hardship. And in some other ways, when we don't settle into those painful moments, we can't fully appreciate the power and the beauty of our eternal gospel that goes well beyond our mortality and our suffering. And so what I'm calling the church to do right now is, like in the middle of the coronavirus season, I want us to take the opportunity to stop and show solidarity with the world to learn to reflect on our fear, our uncomfort, our pain. Not to run from it, but to bring it to the Good Shepherd. When I was in seminary, one of my favorite classes was a class called Death, Loss, and Grief. Simple concept. Our seminary in New Orleans wanted to prepare ministers to walk through death, loss, and grief with church members. I'm so glad I took the class. So I learned about the stages of grief, which you could Google this afternoon. It's made me really appreciate the grief ministry that we have at Carterville. But one of the things that I counsel people in these days is that in all those stages of grief, from denial to anger to bargaining to acceptance and everything in between, like there's a right way to engage each step of our grief process in a wrong way. I think the wrong way is to self-medicate with alcohol, busyness, or distractions. I think the wrong way is to press those feelings down or deny them. And I think the, the wrong way is to give in to the depression and be overwhelmed. But there's a right way to handle every step of the grief process. And for me, the simple answer is the right way is to allow the Good Shepherd to come into that painful space and minister to you so that you can walk with Him through each step and He can continue to help you grow in your soul. So church family, today I just encourage you, grieve well, lean on the Good Shepherd. He can lead you through the valley of the shadow of death. Fear no evil.